Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to Nobody Panic, where we help you out with things. I'm Stevie. I'm Tessa. Are we equipped to help you? Often? Not. Are we giving it a go? Yes. Yes, we've Googled so you don't have to, I think is maybe what we should have. That should be the line. Oh, sometimes it could be we've we've lived so you don't have to. Yeah, sometimes very much that. And then sometimes we've neither read nor lived and we still have a go at doing (laughs) a podcast episode. committed to believing we have something to impart. Yes. This one, though, I think is quite good. I feel with this one we have both lived and read. Very much so. I'm excited about this one because it involves a small quiz, which is obviously my favourite thing. Is the test, are you crying? Yeah, basically. But I love a test. It involves some some science, but some early days science where they haven't really come to any conclusions. That's my favourite type of science. I'm I'm excited for it, Stevie. Me too, because it's about... Well, we got um, a DM from somebody who I think would not like their name read out, but I can't... Oh, no, no, they're fine. You know what? I won't anyway, because why not? But you know who you are if you're listening. He said, hi, I really love your podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Stop. Thank you. And now, so they said, it would be great if you could do an episode on how to not let stuff get to you. I constantly find myself in tears because of negative feedback at work or someone shouting at me in the street. I mean, that's that's wrong anyway. Very reasonable. Or a friend, a relative being a little bit sharp. So we thought we'd do an episode about being sensitive because it's often seen as a negative. And as this person has very much shown as well people want to not be sensitive i for throughout my entire 20s all i want is to be claire underwood from house of cards and look she's a she's probably a sociopath but yeah deeply deeply unstable and ill woman <laughs> i, I want to take all of the elements of her personality mm. and co-opt it for normal life non-psychopathy reasons so like somebody who is if you haven't seen claire underwood from house, house of cards somebody who is like able to control Ice how queen. they feel their facade is strong they don't cry on a bus no you never nothing see nothing moves them she essentially never... what we say that toxic to- toxic masculinity has taught men to be like that's what i want yes. hide your feelings we live in a culture very much of like toughen up don't cry you don't show any weakness be very strong claire, claire underwood is a great example she's always in an extremely well cut tailored outfit mm. and 
we should clarify that they are both the pair of them completely mad um yes. but yeah she's absolutely she's brutal and all terrible all kinds of things or is chaos every episode what what you kooky things will they get she, up to this time you never know what she's thinking no and she's the sort of person who i think maybe lots of people will know someone like this and i i definitely know a couple of people like this who they don't give a lot so that whenever they say anything everyone's like oh, wow, yeah, that was a really good point. Because they don't give anything. They're not mm. warm. And people, when somebody is is not like that, you will, if you're anything like me, like rise to it. Like you just desperately want them to laugh or yeah, think yeah, what you yeah. said is you cool. Can, yeah. So I think if you're at the polar opposite end where you cry uh, the drop of a hat, mm. um, you get overly overwhelmed with things all the time and um, it's all just too much. There's an episode, I don't know if anyone saw the Christmas special of the Royal Family um, with a Y, uh, Carolina Hearns, award-winning and most beautiful, one of the most beautiful shows of all time. But there's a Christmas special where Denise cries because she just wanted, she just wanted a Christmas like Nigella. <laughs> timings are hard and then every christmas somebody in my family will be will just be stood in the kitchen crying going timings are hard <laughs> because they are and so that's and that denise in the royal family is the polar opposite of uh, claire underwood and we all we're all taught very clearly you know look at all the bad power boss women in all the movies like we're clearly like you're brutal you're cutthroat you don't let anything get to you you never cry yeah. Mm. yeah, which is odd because there has also been this explosion of being able to talk about your mental health online and to, on social media and like it's it's okay to cry but then at the same time it's like it's okay to cry but it's also not but yeah. it's absolutely fun but not too much because yeah. that's too much like <laughs> self-deprecating humour has become like the go-to for lots of people but it's still very much seen as like oh it's a it's a thing rather than like yeah but you don't actually cry all the time do you because if you actually cry that's 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 gross You're like no i no i do yeah <laughs> no, no no it will i be, do it's most days yeah 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 but then there also is the other side of, of like i found very much that the last of 10 years i've gone from being i'm, I'm very sensitive but i've gone from being unable to manage it to being way better at managing it than i used to be and that's bec- for various reasons so that therefore i feel like i can impart some advice mm. being a reformed because i don't cry at everything now as my boyfriend has said uh not being so hungry i genuinely think that's a big part of it oh my god yeah Constantly we were very hungry it. for a long time <laughs> we were in that um stage some of you were maybe in it where you just think like well that's a waste of that's a waste of money isn't it to eat yeah. to eat so i won't <laughs> yeah what is your adult thing this week oh i mean i actually bored myself with it okay uh, that's good. got a parking permit for the car Oh, that is I've got very a car boring. here. I know it's actually too. It's almost too bad, isn't it? I can't even. No, it's good though. It's a good adult. No, thing. it's not. It's. I hate it. Is this, hate is this it. for your flat in London? Yeah, and the car. Mm. Uh, the car's just here for a month, so you move some stuff about, and then I got a parking permit, which I suppose in the past I would have just. Right, my insta. Right, there's a man called Mateus around the back who's illegally subletting a studio flat. He's an artist and he works with helium. And I, my instinct was to go. I mean, I did go and see him and see if I could park the car with him in his illegal studio flat. And and in the past, I would have like he would have and he was like yeah but you have to move it like these times whatever and in the past i would have got myself embroiled in some kind of extremely elaborate web in which i move <laughs> it was basically trapped constantly moving the car from one illegal spot to another and then i was like look i'm just gonna buy a parking permit and mm. it was quite tedious and i did it and i i felt very sad about it though in ongoing shelving news um, oh because that's really exciting 
Here's a bit of shelf for you, Stevie. Grace, you're just showing me a, essentially a plank of wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. sanded. It's been certainly has halfway. Yeah. And then it's going in a sloping wall. So I've had to do this edge at a slope. So that's where I'm at. Stevie, where are you at? Well, my adult thing is that I feel like you can't help but feel adult when you have to look after someone or something else. Dr. Parker has a scratch on her eye and she can't open her eye. And she looks so sad and she can't walk. She's walking all lopsided because she can't see out of her eye and she feels really uncomfortable. And her little eyes all like closed. So she's squinting all the time. And also because she's not like a dog, so you can't go like, oh, it's okay, I'll comfort you. Because that would be seen as a predatory, terrifying thing. So you just have to sort of just stay away. Occasionally I've, I've like stroked her shell and she's been like, yeah, you can do that. That's fine. And um, we have to give her eye drops in the morning and the evening. <laughs> so I, I came up with this like elaborate way to kind of get a leaf and then like move it. So her head goes to one side and then I, but she didn't do that. So then all I do is I just turn her over. <laughs> just like, oh, like wow. she's a little ornament and then just pour a drop into her eye. And she's very good. She keeps it open and then she just blinks like this. But I feel very adult because in the morning it's like Dr. Parker's eye drops. Yes. So it's a really good learning thing of being like, okay, my tortoise has a scratch on the eye. We're just going to, we're going to heal it. We're going to go to the vets. She's going to be fine. We're just going to do all the things rather than catastrophizing like I normally would, which is well like, she's going you. to die through the eye. So real, real boring trauma from us this week in the adult Really section. boring trauma. And <laughs> she- Can I tell you my final thing? Yes. My final thing is my true restaurant dream is to run a 24-7 all night, all day breakfast bar. Mm. And when you, we only serve five items and they're all exquisite and then when you order something with an egg you go up to this big barrel that's got all these different types of like blue eggs brown eggs everything's extremely free range the chickens are basically like walking around the kitchen Mm. and then you choose your egg and you put it on a little steam train (laughs) and it goes around the restaurant on one of those like things like at the beginning of flubber or like wallace and gromit where like Mm. it was the breakfast machine and the egg like rolls around and then it drops into the kitchen yeah it could be called train egg I'm going to get you to work on that. Okay. Let's workshop uh, the name for that. You're right, because your idea is gold. And we need <laughs> train a, we need egg a gold holding name. It back. Yeah, train egg will hold it. We'll hold it back. Not all of the funds that we take. To. Look, I've taken the podcast money. Sorry, sorry, Stevie. It's all oh. gone. All it 50 my... pounds of it. Yeah, it's all um, in the breakfast bar. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? It's fine. Um, Don't cry about it. What are oh, you? Overly very... sensitive. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very good. Whereas you found some old, old science, right? It's not old, old science. It's just no. the idea that like, okay, sorry, yes, it's the old science. Thank you. Come with me now. <sighs> Let me blow off this dusty tome. Okay, so uh, in 1996, uh, Dr. Elaine Aaron, thank you, Dr. Elaine. Hmm. Um, and she's I'll thank you. her once I've heard what she's got to say. <laughs> I don't give out praise willy-nilly. Um, adjusted the phrase from being overly sensitive as a person to a highly sensitive person or an HSP. I love you, Elaine. That's or, like the first step to accepting your sensitivity. Is accepting that rather than you being like, oh, you're overly sensitive because there's an average and you are over it, just being like, you're highly sensitive. You just, here's the spectrum and you just happen to be on the high scale rather than being like, you're too much. This is all too much. Mm. Um, and so then she introduced these uh, these questions. 
Uh, there's 20 questions, Stevie. We can rattle through them. You can play along at home. Play along at home. Uh, I scored 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, I am easily overwhelmed by strong, by strong sensory input. That feels like that's just the title of the quiz reworded. Like Yes. So, of course, yes. We're talking bright lights. We're talking people eating very close to me. We're talking loud sounds, smells. I can't stand it. Get away. Yeah. Get away from me. I'm, I'm I, crying. I'm crying. I've been known to cry in a restaurant if it's all too, you know, if the seating is wrong and the, we're in the, the lights are too bright and we're Do in Do you remember place. one of the most moving things you ever did was we were doing a gig and you turned up and you were like, there's just so many people having their lives in the world. And we were like, okay, let's maybe, we won't rehearse. Oh, we'll just yeah. have a little sim and I'll have a coffee. Oh yeah, that was And bad, I really felt for you because I know exactly how, I've, I've had those, those moments as well. Whenever I have those moments, I'm like, well, Tessa had that moment, so I'm not the only one who feels like this. It's not like, you know, it's kind of comforting. For context, everyone, I made these tour t-shirts. Didn't need to make them. We had a lot to do. Had <laughs> a Didn't. show to write. Had a show to write. It was not important. What I did was make these tour t-shirts that had like 800 in tiny font, all these like joke places that we'd been. But I made them real places across Europe. And then I made, and then I made, so I was just Googling all these like interesting sounding funny towns. And then I was just, looking at these towns, of course, on Wikipedia, and then being like, who lives there? <laughs> and then I showed up to rehearsals crying. <laughs> yeah. So that's a high yes for the number one. Right. I seem to be aware of subtleties in my environment. Yes, obviously. What? Yes. Other people's moods affect me. Yes. Who is saying no to that? If somebody is having a bat is cross near me, I can like yeah. physically see it in the. I mean, I can physically see them, obviously, but like the air changes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if someone's cross near me, CV, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself needing to withdraw during busy days um, into bed or a darkened room or any place where I can have some privacy and relief from stimulation. Sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking of you, just like lying down. But also, I, I do the same thing. You know, when things have been overwhelming and you've just found me asleep in a room somewhere yep. <laughs> because I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. Yeah. I'd be like, like I'm, I'm just going to have a nap actually. And I'll just be under some coats in the corner. And everyone's like, sorry, what's Steve? What's that? Doing? What's I'm like, oh, she's an HSP, unfortunately. Um, I'm even. Uh, I'm particularly sensitive to the effects of caffeine. <laughs> oh, I can't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm easily overwhelmed by things like bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabric or sirens close by. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, sometimes yeah, I have yeah. to take clothes off because my clothes are, I'm like, I'm allergic to my clothes. I once left a tube carriage because someone opened some crisps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, this is, <laughs> I have a rich complex inner life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you're answering no to that, then you need to get more self-esteem because... Because <laughs> surely to God, every person... You wouldn't like, you wouldn't open, you wouldn't go to a party and tell people that. But everyone was like, yeah, I believe my inner life to be rich. And my life. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That's essentially, do you have a lot going on? And the answer to that always is yes. And if no, that's a problem. Surely. Yeah, but not just like, oh, I'm busy today. Like, did I think about some things? Yeah, everyone's got a rich, come, come on, champ. If you're listening at home being like, not me, you've got a rich complex in a life. Right. I am made uncomfortable by loud noises. Yes. Same question. We've already said same that. Same question. Somebody uh, uh, jumped out and scared me. The day came home, my housemate was in my bed, but hidden under the duvets. Jumped out, screamed, burst into tears. Right. <laughs> that is that. That is that is extreme. That's terrifying. Yeah, I, that's what I said. Uh, mm. I'm deeply moved. I'm deeply moved by the arts and music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. My nervous system sometimes feels so frazzled that I have to just go off by myself. Same thing again. Yes. I am conscientious. Well, 
Yes. All right. I startle easily. Again, yes, we've Again, established. Same, yes. Yes. I get rattled when I have a lot to do in a short amount of time. I'd say this is a five question quiz. Right. She's just, just said it lots of different times. Exactly. Come on, Elaine. You were you were right to retract your thanks, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> right. When people and like, this is where I think we'd sway into like what are actually the qualities of being overly sensitive. When people are uncomfortable in a physical environment, I tend to know what needs to be done to make it more comfortable. Brackets like changing the lighting or the seating. And that to me, I always to make myself in charge of ambiance in uh, <laughs> whether asked for or You've not. You've taken that very literally and I like that. Right. I'm annoyed when people try to get me to do too many things at once. <laughs> yeah, lazy. Uh, lazy. Lazy girl. I'm a lazy yeah. girl. Uh, I try hard to avoid making mistakes or forgetting things. Yes, again, oh, like who's, who act- who's actively not doing that? I make a point to avoid violent movies and TV shows. Oh, I do that. Yeah, yeah I have to ask people to tell me almost exactly the plot. <laughs> I couldn't watch Don't Fuck With Cats because I cried in the first five minutes and had a panic attack and then had to explain to my boyfriend that I can't watch the rest of it. I couldn't watch Tiger King in case the tigers were upset. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Being very hungry creates a strong reaction in me. <laughs> Imagine if it didn't. Imagine if you're like, oh, I haven't eaten for three days and I'm fine. Uh, changes shake me up. Yep. I sure. mean, I notice and enjoy delicate or fine sense sounds and works of art. But again, like, who's not noticing? I've noticed lace. Uh, I- <laughs> We've all noticed some lace. Uh, I'm bothered by intense stimuli. Again, you've said the same question, Elaine. This is showing us that being sensitive is to be human to be human exactly yeah, right so it's just how look it's whether you see some arts and culture and you go that was some lovely arts and culture or you cry every time you go and see something because it's just yeah. like it overwhelms you and you just can't it's the most incredible thing you've ever seen so then obviously then that means that you're more sensitive than that previous person but both of you are sensitive so we're on just a lovely spectrum and maybe you're just slightly higher up the spectrum than other people these are the last two when i must compete or be observed while performing a task, I become so nervous or shaky that I do much worse than I would otherwise. Oh think, my God, so much. Oh uh, yeah, that for me, if I'm like, if I'm cook, if in, before I could cook, guys, I can cook now, I'm a chef. But when anybody watching me and do anything in the kitchen, I'd be like, yeah. I'd have to be like, you have to leave. I'm sorry, I, I, I can't do this if you're, if you're watching me. And then this is the last one. This is the only one I said no to. When I was a child, my parents or teachers <laughs> saw me as sensitive or shy. So oh, yeah. yes to sensitive, they would have said like, Tessa was a deeply oversensitive child who <laughs> takes everything very seriously, uh, but not shy. Um, mm. So I don't necessarily know if they go hand in hand. I think that's one of those things that they can do. But if you've answered 90% of yes, then you can't be like, well, I guess I'm not sensitive because I wasn't shy as a child. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. being like, oh, that test for me. No, thank you. I'm absolutely fine. I think that shows as well. And this is something that I've learned in the last few years, which has really helped me with sensitivity mm-hmm. is that you can't have the positive without the negative exactly. and that is a real positive in being a sensitive person and if you are a highly sensitive person it doesn't mean you have you're like oh well now I'm doomed to um to cry every time I see anything mm-hmm. like because there are ways that you can learn how to change your perspective how to change the way you react to things that's fully in your control but what's not in, in your control is obviously how the initial stimulus happened. So you might get upset, but then the problem is, is a lot of people, including m- myself, often get more upset because they've got upset. So now I'm not crying because um, of the original thing. Now I'm crying because I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Crying about that. Being 
upset because someone shouted at you on the street is perfectly fine. No, like it, it would be odd for you to Claire Underwood it at that point. Like that would be like, okay, do you have feelings? And being upset by the negative criticism is so fine. But it's the second stage that needs yeah. work. Prioritise things that like to be upset, to really care about and things to be like, okay, well, do I... Like we've got an episode about how to take criticism and, it's, and you said something was really good which about like, don't take criticism from people that you wouldn't take advice from to take yes that you wouldn't take advice from I, I see it as a bit of almost like a superpower i would always want to w- work with somebody who was sensitive than someone who wasn't why would i ever want to work with someone who's like not sensitive to other people's needs and the, the reasons that you might feel overwhelmed by sensitivity is the exact same reason why you have so much joy and love exactly. for arts and culture exactly Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I found an article which was like eight reasons that being highly sensitive is actually a good thing. I'm just going to run through them so you can feel, we could all feel okay about it. Also, I was going to say that I suppose being sensitive would have been very useful in the caves, where we in the communities. Absolutely. Because, um, well, I mean, it just meant that you would be able to facilitate the group. You would be much sought after, I suppose, because as well, like when you don't have that as a skill, that it must look like you're you're a magical wizard if you're able to tell sense the energy in the room and like you know help people and you would be obviously so valuable um whereas now when we're all living in this sort of world where you live in a flat with some people you don't know you don't really speak to and you're just like on your own and you're renting and it's crap and you've got mice and the job you you hate because you work in a shit like of course you're gonna the, the, the sensitivity isn't going to help and facilitate that life because that's 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 shit and we're also just like deeply deeply over stimulated every waking second of the day and also like the empathy thing like the not watching violent movies and i um you know or not watching not wanting to watch sad movies like the part of your brain that um 
is responsible for eating an apple um, fires up when you're just watching someone else eat an apple. And so you, to an extent, you experience um, what you're watching on the screen, like as, as though it's happening to you. And so, I mean, obviously on a like macro level, but you're still, it's sort of like, well, why, obviously it's not, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm a wuss. I can't watch those sort of things. You're like, I don't want to physically experience them, which is what happens when you watch a violent or upsetting movie. Yeah. It was only like in the last two years that I've been like you know what I don't want to watch horror films anymore because I would like make myself do it because I'd be like well that's what people do and it's a good film and also like that's what people do and it's seen as cool and Claire Underwood definitely would do it so you wouldn't even like blanch at a horror movie whereas when I was like I used to review films for a newspaper and uh, when I was younger called City AM I don't even know if it's still going but anyway and I would go to the uh, screenings and it would all be the people like Peter Bradshaw at The Guardian or Mark Commode was there. But there's only about 10 of us and me. And we I had to review a film and it was like a horror film. And I sat and I crossed my eyes for the entire time. Uh, so I didn't have to be scared. And then the moment I didn't, I, I uncrossed my eyes because it was like, ah, oh, the ending's happening. A scary thing happened. And I screamed and everyone, nine grown men who were filmers all sort of looked at me with this like oh right okay she's obviously not a real film reviewer and I felt like such an idiot and it was like wait no why am I doing this <laughs> like, yeah why am I putting myself through this I don't want it but also why are you embarrassed in that moment of like you'd be like it was scary it's a wait, horror film wait, like it's it sad that you're not responding what's wrong with you guys yeah why aren't you looking at me in with envy and awe that I <laughs> experienced something that you you can't you yeah know? You'd be like, lucky me, actually. Um, so these these benefits of being sensitive, we've, we've talked about some of them. So one is the depth of experience and feeling. So that obviously works for every negative time. Like we said, it works for a positive thing. It means that you will have more joyful emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, also strong self-awareness. So if you're very empathetic and aware of other people, then you will be self-aware and people... Only you can only really understand the importance of self-awareness is when you meet someone who has none of it and then you're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, that is actually important. It's like the, I always think that the concept of respect is interesting. Like you can't really describe what it's like and you can say, oh, I respect that person. But when you meet someone who clearly doesn't actually respect you as a person, then you're like, oh, I see now what respect is. And it's not that, it's sort of like a weird one. Um, increased empathy, of course. Your friends will benefit from that, obviously. And also if you are very highly sensitive and you're able to balance it, because that's the important thing, you can be highly sensitive and you can not have control of it. But if you have control of it, you'll be able, you'll find yourself very able to form like really meaningful close friendships much more than people that are not in control of their, their sensitivity or don't have it but how how can we manage <laughs> our sensitivity but how but how but how guys recognizing that it's a superpower uh, to be high up the spectrum and to be like okay this is actually a good thing about me rather than a negative thing about me and i'm it's a, hey hey this is just this is the other side of the coin and you get lots of great benefits and it's okay to have this and then to not do any not do any beating yourself up when when anything happens that you're like this is a completely normal and fine response big tip just to help sensitive people which is really simple is to just look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with are they are they also sensitive people or often sensitive people are drawn to people like we were saying right at the start the Claire Underwoods so you're like are you just jumping around trying to get people who 
aren't that interested in you interested in you, thereby making yourself really uh, struggle. Is it better maybe to surround yourself with people that you feel completely comfortable with, who are very clear and very like I like people who are very like communicative and very like I know exactly where I stand with them all the time. And that's only recently I've found that out. So they, I, I I now kind of I don't see the, the people that make me feel bad socially anymore, really. Um, and that's that just little tiny change basically completely changed my entire perspective because then you're spending more time with people who are like you rather than people who aren't like you and then you're comparing yourself to them and going why aren't I Claire Underwood yeah I guess if this I guess if you can't get out of your work environment or your colleagues or whatever and you happen to be surrounded by Claire Underwoods when you are who's a good famous example of a highly sensitive person though famously Steve Jobs and Albert Einstein scored extremely highly on the thing so look we've got some good guys on our on our mm. team mm. um I don't know who would be who's the polar opposite of Claire Underwood. Oh, um, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> Do you think she looks like a, a workplace crier? I feel like she'd cry and then own it. Exactly, and I think that's such a key thing for the workplace crying is if you're like, oh fuck, it's happening again. I'm the worst. Oh my god, I'm crying at work. But if you're just like, imagine yourself to be Chrissy Teigen, just like extremely glamorously being like, I'm crying now. And yeah. because there's absolutely nothing you can do about crying. Like that wasn't your fault. You didn't do it on purpose. You literally cannot control when crying starts. And also fascinatingly, women have uh, six times more prolactin than men. And prolactin is the hormone that uh, in, is responsible for crying. So you've literally just got more of it in you that mm. you're, you know, so statistically you are when it's like, oh, women always cry all the time. People aren't starting from the same we aren't starting from the same starting blocks um, on this. You're already six times more likely to, for it just to, for it just to start. There's like two types of people. There's the person who's crying and then it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then like try, runs away to the bathroom and is absolutely devastated and like so embarrassed for us today. Or there's the person who cries and is like, so sorry about that. Um, I just think that it, that that wasn't right and that that wasn't, uh, do you know what I mean? Like take, takes a breath, is fully aware that they've yeah. cried of course you can go to the bathroom like sort yourself out then come back and then be like okay so you that you now have taken ownership over the fact that you've cried you're not overly apologetic you're not there is a reason that yeah. you were pushed to that point that's somebody that looks incredibly self self-possessed and self uh, confident even if they're not but it also is very very um impressive when somebody actually it's still professional yeah. it's not unprofessional to cry um it's, i suppose it becomes unprofessional to then draw that out for days and days and days and feel and, and like cause a bigger problem because you feel so which is so difficult not to do yeah I do, I, i've done that before I, yeah it's not unprofessional to cry it's unprofessional to um hysterically cry hysterically add to the crying by shouting that you were sorry flee the room and then be unable to return to the room to the for room. another seven weeks Exactly, and having to go home because you cried at work. But just to start crying, to say, I appear to be crying. I'm just completely overwhelmed by uh, X, Y, Z. This has mm. caused me to get uh, very upset. This will pass in a moment. This is just a response to what's happening here. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's happening. And then everyone's like, okay, this person's mm. really taking control of the situation. And obviously you're like, oh, I wish this... Obviously you're going to wish that it wasn't happening, but it is. And so then it's on you to be like you know and equally like you know uh, somebody says something mean to you and you're like okay that's actually really affected me I appear to be and also sometimes I've been crying and and actively said this looks much worse than it is and will pass <laughs> like yeah. this this is a disproportionate response and we all know it just ignore it for a second 
it'll go i think absolutely take five and i think your if that's like your platinum standard your gold standard if you can be professionally just be like excuse me i'm just going to take five but if you can say excuse me i'm just going to take five i was very affected by something and at least give people a reason so that the less empathetic less aware group who aren't like why has she left what have we done you know just be like this is why and now i'm taking a moment you know yeah yeah because I think as well but again it's so hard to do in the moment it's really hard to do but it's also so much about your individual like what helps you like I know now and also that comes with age as well so if you're listening you're like 21 you're like well I can't do anything well of course this is incredibly hard because in order to do these things you have to know what works for you and you also have to have the confidence that the world won't implode and you only get that confidence when the world hasn't imploded over and over again every time you've cried which is what basically so ballsy to be the intern on your first day crying and being like I'm gonna take five I was really affected by the boardroom atmosphere here and I'll be back (laughs) in a moment (laughs) yeah I would really respect an intern that did that that was just god I would yeah I know myself this is what's happening you know and I'm able to express. That's the thing. I think once you can, if you can get a, the when being oversensitive is overwhelming to you and feels like a burden is when you haven't got enough purchase on like why it's happening and you don't feel in control of it. Mm. Um, but just to be, I guess it's just like being like my, my allergies have, you know, flared up or whatever. Excuse me. I have hay fever. This is what's happened. This is what I take. This is the situations I don't get myself into. It just needs to be like that level of like, I'm in control of this thing. It happens. There's nothing I can do about it, but this is what I'm doing. Rather than going, what's wrong with me? Why? You go, well, why did this happen? Because you're, you're not an idiot. Like you are, you are crying because something has upset you. That's what humans do. So it doesn't matter if you, you think it's nothing or you can't, you don't think it's enough, like it's enough for you to have cried. It doesn't matter. Some, something will have happened. Something will, will have been bothering you over a long period of time or a short period of time or whatever. You, and it's, it's so key that you identify it like you said otherwise then you if if you if you don't know why you're crying then then you are just then you feel like you are just some sort of mad person crying and that's the state you definitely don't want to let yourself slip into because even saying that mad person crying that mad person crying is still crying about something <laughs> like yeah. there's no one is ever crying for no reason it, it might be complicated it might be re- you might have, like it might be it might take a lot of layers coming off to find it but it's there so it's that you have to be your friend basically in those moments and be like right well let's let's get to the root cause of it so that I don't feel like I've lost control because you haven't lost control you've only lost control when you allow yourself to lose control the tears or the anger or the you know whatever the meltdown is the cherry on a very large cake and we're so good at being like just the cherry don't know where it came from couldn't couldn't tell you how i got these cherries in here it's tiny i'll just throw it in the bin you're like oh no it's on top of a giant cake it's a really big cake that you've got to unpack and get into that cake a friend of mine years ago i remember sat on the on the sofa watching an advert with my housemate and he started crying at what was genuinely and because I wasn't crying not a sad advert and he uh, quite a serious guy was like I'm crying and then it was like very upset about him crying and then I you know he was like I don't talk about it and I was crying let's forget it and I (laughs) the pseudo psychotherapist was like let's unpack it like why do you think you're crying he was like don't know and then after a while he was like I guess that just really reminded me of my dad And then, like, and there then, we go. And then he's like, actually, all this stuff. And then out oh, it all comes. And like, there's the cake. Like, you know, it's there. Just like, you need to do a bit of a dive for it. And so it's only when you start to be like, oh, it's because of that. Oh, look, four plus one equals five. Oh, okay. Look, it's all it's all laid out for you. Don't get over overwhelmed. You know, to, uh, yeah. Because if you don't, if you can't result. see what it is, how are you ever going to be able to solve it? Like, that's the first. That's the thing that 
it seems like the easiest it is the hardest thing to do with anything psychological or that's going on with you like if, you, if you're just if you're just going like oh, i guess it's nothing then you can't then unpack it you have to see you have to be able to see the suitcase to take the clothes out of it oh, stevie that's so profound and wise thank you exactly so yeah everyone's running around being like how can i how can I put this suitcase in the bin? You're like, you can't. You've got to unzip it and get your You're clothes out. You're literally carrying a suitcase. You're literally carrying it. We're so blind. We're so good at like hiding things from ourselves. Not on purpose. We really just don't. We just don't do enough introspective work because we don't teach children that in schools. We don't. We don't have any. We don't have any muscles for it. Yeah. So I hope. I hope it's given the highly sensitive among you um, some food for thought to feel a bit more powerful. I hope it's given the less highly sensitive a bit of a a window into what it's like for people who you might think are absolutely coconuts and to be like okay and to help them you know to be like hey man take a don't worry about this thing let's let's unpack this there's like that great embroidery or that slogan that i keep seeing on things which is maybe you're not oversensitive maybe he's just a dickhead which i thought was very good yeah everyone get better at crying at work and saying i'm crying now <laughs> i think we've done an episode of how to cry at work if not we've definitely done something similar to that basically have a look through our back catalogue as well because we've gone into more specific detail about specific situations like jealousy and criticism and yeah i, I do remember us, us chatting a lot about cry, crying at work because I, I just yeah it's it's the worst feeling in the world but it, it doesn't is, have to be just have have a nice week and be don't beat yourself up um, be kind to yourself and everyone Please also follow us at Nobody Panic Pod <laughs> on Twitter. I mean, I have to. And, no and also, give us some, be kind and give us some clout, please. Just give us some hot clout. The email address is nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. As you've seen, we do do your suggestions. So if you'd like us to do something, uh, preferably a podcast episode, then um, email us. And I'm at CVM. The S is a five on Instagram and indeed Twitter. I'm at Tessa Coates. I went through a fate. Do you remember the film Coyote Ugly? Of course. Uh, I went through a phase of no, nobody ever, no boy has ever asked for my number <laughs> or ever Same. said, where can I find you? But I went through a phase, regardless of whether they said that or not, saying, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a coyote. If you want me, you'll find me. <laughs> that was easy for them to say because they worked in the same bar every night. And were... And they were coyotes, coyotes whereas yeah. I, no one was asking for my number, and I wasn't a coyote, so no. what did it mean? What does it mean? But guys, on Instagram, if you want me, you'll find me, okay. and I'll you say find- no more about it. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you sound powerful. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week for more powerful tips from Tessa about how to be a coyote. And other things. I'll and see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs> 